Welcome to the Album Draft Podcast. My name is Reed. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, we are going to get real nostalgic on this one. But first, my guest for this journey, she ain't no hollaback girl, Danielle. Thanks for doing this with me. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. I'm so excited. I was, uh, it took me a little bit to kind of figure out which song lyric to use for you, but I thought that would be the perfect one. So that I think sums it up. So that's a good one. I'm glad you yeah. picked that one. <laughs> so, it, could, it could have been so much worse. So. <laughs> it could have been. Absolutely. So I'll take it. So I guess before we jump into the episode and songs, you recently went to see Taylor Swift. And so I, I need did. you to tell me all about that. Um, well, we could do a whole podcast on it, but it yep. was worth the whole experience. To give everyone a thought process here, I went in my reputation era. So I wore a black top with uh, fishnets with snakes on them to go with my black boots and a fringe skirt, which is very not me and very like heavy eye makeup. Um, so we went full in. We costumed it and everything. Um, we did not go as extreme as other people. And like get there crazy early or anything, but it was a spectacular show. Like who can perform for three and a half hours like that with that level of right um, things going on and all of that. And we went on the weekend of the Speak Now re-release. So we were there for like the Speak Now celebration. Mm-hmm. So we got two Speak Now songs as, as secret songs. And one of them was Long Live, which was like a big deal. So mm-hmm. we geeked out. We pretended like we were teenage girls again. I went with a friend and we even stayed at her aunt and uncle's house. So it really felt like that nostalgic, like, yeah. Oh, we're kids again, going to concerts. So that was fun. Yep. Nice. Is, uh, is reputation your favorite album or which one? Uh, so I think we picked, I picked reputation as the costume for life circumstances right now, but my overall favorite album, I really liked evermore in folklore when she went to that more like folk thing during, um, quarantine. That was, that was probably my favorites overall in the storytelling. So I'm a sucker for storytelling lyrics, but um, that was the most appropriate outfit for the occasion. But I mean, we all know 1989 is the best one, but we don't have to talk about that. So maybe next time I come back, we can do all of Taylor's songs from the vault and rank the from the vault songs. Yeah. I think, I think that'd be a good one because, uh, I uh, I was listening to that Fall Out Boy one and the the one with Haley, so yes, I, yes, I need to go back uh, and listen to them, but I like them though. So yes, far. Electric Touch with Fall Out Boy is my favorite from the vault from this um, this re-release. Yeah, that I'll have to add that to the list. We'll we'll have to have you back on. All right, so for this episode, uh, we're going back in time to 2005. <laughs> so, <laughs> what is 2005 yeah. to you? Like, oh, what? wow. I mean, what a what a pivotal time in life to be a senior in high school and and so young and think, you know, so much when you know nothing at all. Um, but I think there's like that beautiful nostalgia of being a teenager where where you never love that way again. So you love your friends so hard. You love the music that you like then so hard. You love the movies and the TV shows and all of that just so hard and so genuinely probably because of how naive we all are at that time and in that phase um and then you know everything that comes with senior year with saying goodbye to your hometown for the first time and your friends and having to 
to do all of that. So it's such a emotional time, I think anyway, in everybody's life and such a pivotal time of change. Um, you know, I think it, it really hits a chord when you think senior year. So a senior year draft, um, it was a good one. <laughs> like, this yeah. will be fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I absolutely agree with all that. Um, and I'll kind of jump into a little bit of my approach, but this, it was kind of weird for me because like my musical taste that year was just really off the wall. So yeah, I had my senior year of high school and then also going to college, got involved in like, I went through a lot of different like music phases, especially like meeting new people and them introducing me to things. And so like, I really tried to capture, I guess, all parts of that within my list. So I guess we'll, we'll see how it turns out, but like, how since since this was your first time doing this and i know you've listened to other episodes but like what was your approach to like narrowing down your songs okay so i think i went at it like three different ways to begin with where i was like oh like my favorite or the most impressionable or the ones that like drove my into the future music taste so much and then i landed on i just decided to go straight nostalgia to make it easier so every song of all of the 10 songs to this day when they come on I'm immediately transported to a memory in the year 2005. Okay. So that's that's how I, I was like, I'm just going to go pure nostalgia. When I hear that song, even if it's in the grocery store now shopping for my kids, <laughs> I am immediately, <laughs> you know, an 18 year old senior in high school again. So if this is your first time listening, first off, thank you. Second of all, as we've kind of been talking about, Danielle and I have created or extracted our own 10 song albums of songs from 2005 things that have meant something to us or things that we love but yeah let's just go ahead and jump into this because i'm really excited to kind of see what you picked just because <laughs> yes. it's just a oh goodness year, so um why don't you go first as the guest great i would love to okay so speaking of fallout boy started first with fallout boy in the classic sugar we're going down No matter the time, the date, the space that comes on and, and, you know, there we are. I am instantly a teenager again. And we are in one of our crappy cars listening to the new Fallout Boy album. And you're refusing to let us finish a single song start to finish. <laughs> I still do that. So. With I'm certain you do. Seconds you left, just, I skip it. <laughs> and you used to do it with like TV shows yep. as well. I will catch myself doing it when I'm trying out new music now. Like I never originally hear the first 30 seconds of a song because um, someone taught me a bad habit. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> yeah, you're the problem. It's you. Yeah. But Taylor Swift reference. Yep. Proud of myself. So, so <laughs> it's funny because that's also my first song. And when we were when we were talking about doing 2005, that's the very first album that came to mind. And just kind of I had to go back and look up when like some of these came out. But I just remember that album just being like the, the album of the summer for me and just playing the hell out of it. And like even now, just listening to the song, like I still yeah, I get transported back to that time. And I've got a lot of, a lot of memories just attached to that album anyway. So. Yeah, that's funny. That was me too. I was immediately like, oh, and we're there. And I'm only going to pick one song from the album. But yeah, so mm -hmm. I picked that one. Yep. That's All right. Cool. What's number two? All right. Coming in at number two uh, is Lifehouse, 
you and me. Cause just you and me And all other people Nothing to do for all of the cheesy teenage crush reasons, that song wouldn't go away. It lived in so many of our lives. And it doesn't matter where I am when that comes on. Like most recently, I was flying from San Antonio to Dallas between like seeing friends, flying to visit friends. And that song came on in the airport. And immediately I was like a teenager in somebody's basement. We're all hanging out. Like I can still see it. And also very well. We're in Tracy's basement uh, <laughs> on the futon hanging out. The song's on. So it's just that particular space and time. What about you? What came in number two? I kind of made an exception for a couple of these songs. Um, this one and then another one I've got later. Um, as far as like stuff that was released in like late 2004, but then blew up in 05. So this one I picked uh, was Since You've Been Gone by Kelly Clarkson. Yep, good that one. song is a banger. It still is a banger. That album had like five solid singles off of it. It was massive. Yeah, that whole album is just like my honorable mention because I it kept coming up, but I couldn't pin it to a memory to like make it in the ten. Yeah, I uh, I did find out that um, Eric says my research is correct that apparently it was written first for Pink, but then she turned it down. So then now every time I hear it, like I hear her voice. Like, I can't, I mean, I still hear Kelly Clarkson, obviously, but, like, I can absolutely hear Pink singing, too. I wonder if they have a duet with them singing it. Yeah, I should look that up. I wonder if she did that. All right, what's your, uh, what's number three? My number three is guaranteed not on your list. Okay. This song, this whole album, I played over and over and over again when Sam and I drove to Panama City Beach for spring break, senior year of high school, because we were 18 and we could. And we thought we were grown people. So we went to stay with her cousin uh, in Panama City Beach where he was stationed. Uh, don't recommend it. Won't let my children do it. But it happened. Um, and it's Miranda Lambert's Kerosene. I'm giving up on love. Love's giving up on me. The one that I have stuck in my head is the gunpowder and lead one. I know that's not it. but No, it's not that one. Same album, though. So it was like okay. the headline song from her first album. You would know it if you heard it. Yeah, I do not have that one on my on my list. Oh, I'm so sure it wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my next one you have on your list. Um, this one's kind of a little bit off the wall for me, but I think it was such a huge song that year that I kind of had to put it on. Um, we Belong Together by Mariah Carey. It's still so hard to believe. Come back, baby, please. Cause we belong it's not on my list but you're right that like it just play it's playing in my head now and you're right like that that track you also kind of kind of remember too like her couple albums before that were kind of considered flops so then when this came out everyone was kind of just like oh mariah's back and it just like ran the charts the whole year pretty much so so yeah that's my number three um what do you, what do you got for number four all right, so coming in at number four, I also don't think you will put it on your album, but to this day, this song is still out there in the ether. It does very well. But Coldplay's Fix You. Bones, 
that song does do very well. It's a it's a good song. I mean, it's still yeah, like you said, it, it's still out there. You still have people doing covers of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little too like alternative folky for you, but then that once things get a little folky, I'm into it, and you're not. That's where we do not cross paths in our music genres. Um, so I knew you also wouldn't have that one, but yeah, I still I have a particular like time frame during um, the start of freshman year of college where that song was everywhere, and it just like I'm back in the UNI dorms if I hear Coldplay fix you. Yeah, Yellow Car does a really cool cover of that song. So that's my preferred version of that song. <laughs> hey, we went and saw Yellow Card together freshman year of college at you and I to bring it full circle back to 2005. Fall of 2005, we saw that show. So yeah. All right. Uh, my number four, um, it's going to be, it's one of my all time favorite albums, also one of my favorite bands in general. Um, it's uh, Studying Politics by Emory. <laughs> And uh, this one came out in August of 2005. So I just remember taking this one to college with me and just listening to this one all the time, too. And then I got to see them like later, I guess not later, but in 2006 um, when they were touring this album in Chicago. So that's always a, a fun memory for me. Yep. Yeah, I had I had Emery written down from the beginning because one of the very funny and then slash embarrassing things I did is I went down to the storage room and pulled out my old CD cases mm-hmm. to find my plethora of burnt CDs from friends. And so I pulled out ones I had from you to see like what on there, like still struck a chord. Yeah. Um, but this, like you had burned me like almost this whole album and like four other songs mm-hmm. that I got from you freshman year of college. And so I knew I like laughed about it and I was like, Oh, that'll be on there somewhere. I'm waiting to see where it is. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> a- absolutely. I had to make it on there absolutely all right so number five is a song that reminds me of the summer after and especially summer games where you were but it's the killers mr Brightside. because it was everywhere it <laughs> we was. couldn't escape it yeah so Love it or hate it, it is seared into my memory as part of that time frame of life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that album in general was really good. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean that that makes me think of um, all you guys and like Keith and just yeah, just that whole the whole friend group. Yeah, I had that green. It was like a bright green shirt that said um, "Mrs. Brightside" on it. Remember, and like the flout, like the sun and the clouds, and so. Yep. I mean, yeah, but the, it does. It's it's right there. It's, it's summer games in my head, and I ha- I knew I had to pick a song that would encompass like that. So yeah, I got the killers there at number five. Yeah, yeah, and summer games is going on right now. Actually, I know. I've seen some I of the saw pictures, all the so. posts this morning, and we have friends whose kids are there. I know. I know Matt's there. He's there because um, he's uh, he's there doing stuff for work. Yeah, so is Mike. Yep. Yeah. Saw that Mike's there too. Yeah, that's so, crazy. I hope you guys are having fun. Enjoy yourselves. All right, my number five. Um, I got to tell a little bit of a story about this one. Um, and I'm gonna 
age myself a little bit, but I remember seeing the video for there's a song on this album called Paper Cuts. And uh, I guess I'll, I'll say first, it's Cupid. The song is Cupid's Chokehold by Jim Ties Heroes. Take a look at my girlfriend. She's the only one I got. I remember seeing that video and just and I saw it on MTV too, which also dates me. Um, and just like <laughs> immediately yes. wanting like to hear more of it. And uh I was kind of in a unique spot with being in Macomb at Western and it's a small town and they really only have like a Walmart for a store. But and I don't know why like I didn't like try to order it online or something. I don't know if like they just weren't selling it online and like obviously that was also you know around Napster and pirating music and I think Western was really cracking down on that so I couldn't download anything so I ended up finding like this hole in the wall music store and they only had like two or three copies of it so I I grabbed the hard copy of it and it became one of my favorite albums um I just got it on vinyl they just released it for the first time so I got that last week but um yeah this vinyl. this is one of my favorite songs and just one of my favorite albums in general from that year yeah um that's good i'm glad you brought up macomb i i was like looking through and like doing this and i was like oh i'm gonna do it by nostalgia and started looking at things and then i was thinking about it and i was like oh my gosh reed and i were such sad little buddies <laughs> freshman year of college <laughs> just at the wrong colleges where it wasn't the perfect fit for us and we weren't yep. liking it and so much of our time was spent like commiserating and just being good friends and holding each other up and i re realized it looking at those burnt cds and i was like oh, i'm real worried these are going to be very sad like <laughs> of two very sad emotional 18 yeah. 19 year old kids right um but so I, i'm glad you brought that up what a time what a time reed yeah look at I us mean, now who'd have thought yeah <laughs> first year of college was yeah it was absolutely an emotional roller coaster. Like I have no other way to explain it. That's just Same. what it was. Same. Super glad you were there to be a support, bud. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Super glad that um MySpace died and none of those posts are available to anyone anymore. Thank you. Yeah. Well, oh. <laughs> that was also yeah, that too. That was also the start of Facebook, you know. Yes, we yeah. The early days Facebook. of Facebook. Yeah. And so, like, wow. you could still kind of like hide a little bit, knowing that not everyone had access to everything that you were tagged in. So, yeah, because you had to be in college, you had to have a college right. email address, which was better. You should go back to that place, though. right? Um, anyway, <laughs> so all right, here's one. I bet it's not yeah. on your list, but when you hear it, it's a banger. You're gonna be sad you didn't draft it. Are you ready, Jesse McCartney? Beautiful soul. You know what? I you're right. I didn't drop that. Draft that. But um, but if it turned on right now, you'd want to dance. Well, the funny thing is, is that we listen to it a lot because Dana likes Justin McCartney, and so like every now and then I'll just play it for. Her. And so okay, it's it's still being it's still in heavy rotation okay. at the Taylor household. Okay, it is not in heavy rotation at my household. Um, every time it comes on, though, it's like into that time sphere for me. So, but it's a banger. Like, you can't deny it. It is. You don't want to love it. 
but it <laughs> I is don't stuck in love everyone's it. head. <laughs> it is now stuck in everyone's head now that I brought it up. Yeah. And you're all welcome. <laughs> I'm probably going to listen to it tonight after this. Just to... <laughs> Get it down. What about yeah. you? What's coming in? Uh, number six. Uh, this one would go on to become the song of Garter Tosses for Weddings to the Rest of Eternity. Gold Digger by Kanye West. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. Now I ain't saying she a gold digger. But she ain't messing with no broke, broke. And this is, uh, yeah, <laughs> free Kardashian, free Taylor Swift, Kanye, who was yeah. completely on another <laughs> level. This was Kanye um, on his meds. Yeah. Where we just got to see the genius because his mental illness is under control. You should try that again. Uh, right. Yeah. As a mental health uh, advocate and social worker, I advise that we do that. Yep. Just saying. He was uh, in the middle of uh, his uh, iconic three three album run. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, we can get one, back to that. Yeah. I mean, this this song was kind of the song of the summer, too, that year, too. Yeah, I re- I remember this one more going into the fall for some reason, but I'm sure mm-hmm. I was on the like back end of knowing things because I've never been cool. So <laughs> that late adopter. Yeah. It, I am who I am, Reed, you know. So let's not yeah. pretend. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So coming in at number seven, so sliding down the end of my album draft here. Mm-hmm. Um, you knew this band was gonna be on there because I had the most embarrassing crush on their lead singer. And now I look and I'm like, I don't know what you were thinking, teenage Danielle. I would like you to explain it to me. But the all American rejects move along. Nice, nice. <laughs> and my deep, deep, deep teenage love for Tyson Ritter, who yeah. <laughs> whom I refer to as Mr. Beautiful. And I am now ashamed. As a 36-year-old woman. So, but man, man, let me tell you. Teenage me. Yeah. Loved that guy. I mean, this song and that album in general general was huge, like front to back. It's it's a solid album. Like I remember, I mean, every now and then I'll throw it on just when I'm feeling nostalgic. But yeah, front to back, it's it's a solid album. Like I, I can't fault you for putting this on there at all. Right. And I picked just that one song specifically because, again, that one triggers a specific memory. And I was going with the nostalgia train. But yeah, that whole album, like, it was a good one. Mm -hmm. All right. So, for my number seven, if I guess if we're going to talk about crushes, uh, this, um, I had to include this one because this introduced the world to Haley Williams, Pressure by Paramore. We both picked, we picked different songs. I almost picked that one, but we picked different songs. So I've got a, a different one from that album on here, but um, yes. Yeah, kind of same deal like with Gym Class Heroes. I remember seeing the video for this one and for Emergency. And then I just remember that next summer, um, just, you know, with Matt and Simon, all those guys were all just listening to this album and, you know, trying to see if we could start a band and get it, you know, Elizabeth Bay camp to sing for us and that was all that's all we wanted to do 
Do you remember when we went to see Paramore and Jimmy Eat World at the Valair Ballroom? Yep. And you and Haley yep. had a moment. We did have a moment. Solid eye contact for an <laughs> uncomfortable at least 15 <laughs> seconds, not exaggerating. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you had that moment. I'm glad I was there to witness it. I did have a moment. It was it was one for it was one for eternity. <laughs> one for the ages. It was one. magical. One for the ages. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's great. I was gonna I was gonna make a dumb joke. I was gonna say, in fact, I I saw that uh still into you was written about me, but I'm sure it probably is because that yeah. eye contact was <laughs> uncomfortable for everyone else at the venue. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun show. Yeah, it was. So coming in at number eight, I feel like you should have seen this one coming from me. It's dashboard confessional vindicated. forgot that came out that year and that makes so, me a little ashamed of you but yes it well, did. yeah hold on all right you can keep talking about it i need to look something up here okay because yes. i'm gonna be really so, disappointed in myself that entire quickly. album was just a wonderful fit for sad picked the wrong college for herself freshman year danielle um so dashboard um, played in my earbuds as I sad sack walked around to that ridiculously windy campus <laughs> um, in the freezing, freezing cold of Northern Iowa until um, the end of the year. So it was a good one. So I can't believe you don't have it on there anywhere. Yeah, I, I don't. And I, I was thinking that oh. album came out at a different time or that, that came out at a different time, but yeah. I mean, Dashboard still gets a lot of run for me, anyways. So, I mean, it does for me too. I love but, Chris Raba. but I had to. Sad sack, Daniel had to make it on here somewhere. <laughs> if I was gonna, if I was gonna be true to true to myself in that time period, right? I don't think I'm looking at my list. I don't think I have any like sad emo songs or anything like that. Well, I don't know. Really, isn't very fitting for your year that year. It wasn't yet. Yeah, that year. Well, there there was a song I'd say would be fitting for that year, but it didn't come out in 2005. It came out in like 2003, I think. So it would have oh, made okay. my list, though. Yeah. Got it. All right. So for my eighth song, um, I went with, and I don't know if you know the song. I, I'm sure it's not on your list, but Hate It or Love It by The Game and 50 Cent. Hate It or Love It, the underdog's on top. And I'm going to shine on me until my heart stops. Go ahead and beat me. It's kind of a, <laughs> a little bit yeah. of a left field pick, but um, I just remember this album coming out and, you know, you, you kind of go down a lot of times in music, um, you kind of go down this rabbit hole of like music labels and just kind of like music groups where, you know, let's say. No, you've got Fall Out Boy on Fueled by Ramen, and then you start to dig into all the other bands on Fueled by Ramen. So, like with this, you know, started with Dr. Dre and then Eminem to 50 Cent, then the game. And so, you know, just kind of followed that rabbit hole down. And um, yeah, it was just a, a big album for me that year in general. That, yeah, that makes sense. All I all I can think about right now though, as we're as we're commiserating about how how much we've aged in the years is <laughs> Is that um, Super Bowl halftime? 
with them in it. Mm-hmm. And yep. when 50 Cent was hanging upside down, um, <laughs> my daughter, Scarlett, who was, you know, like kindergarten age at the time, turns around and she goes, is that it? His trick is singing upside down. <laughs> I almost died. Because just a couple minutes later, she goes, Mom, does like anybody even know who these people are? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, every old person in this room does, right. Scarlett. Thank yeah. you. That's why we're all in here and so excited. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm re- but just living my teenage years right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just what a what a full circle moment to have my daughter who has my personality copy and pasted mm-hmm. giving me one hundred percent me sass about something I was nostalgic about to put me in my right. place. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. It felt so good. Yeah. Felt so good. All right. So coming in at number nine for me is Paramore Emergency. Nice. I like it. So, I mean, Paramore, that had to make it somewhere. That whole album could have made it, like, on a list for this time period. But Yeah. Actually, I think I like that song more than Pressure. Um, I don't know why I picked Pressure. Maybe that's just because that was the first one that I heard. But I like Emergency more than that song. All right. So then my number nine um, is the song that I took the song alert from, Hollaback Girl, Gwen Stefani. This is another one that was released in 2004 and then got big in 2005. And I'm laughing because, like, I still reference this song when I go to spell out bananas. Yeah, I do too. Um, (laughs) That's great. I'm glad it's not just me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I had Hollerback Girl on there. And again, I... I let it go as I was whittling things down because it was technically released in 04. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, like so many, yeah, so many funny things with that song and that time period. Mm -hmm. So yeah, what a life. Um, So my number 10, and I think you're going to be sad you don't think of this one either, but it was very literally on three different burnt cds three different people had given me (laughs) um and i remember us playing it and like joking around and just thinking we were hilarious because again we were teenagers but Mm -hmm. ben fold ben folds bitches ain't shit yes cover (laughs) (laughs) because that is a great cover yes and so so many memories in that time period involve that song um I, re- I remember being down in the band room in between classes hanging out, which weird choice for me to hang out with my friends there considering I wasn't in band. Um, but at one point, um, Ben Cutler rolls in on the piano and starts playing it. And so we all walk over being the music nerds that we were as a group. And, you know, clearly the uh, band directors think we're going to do something like nice. And then we start singing mm-hmm. Bitches Ain't Shit by Ben Folds in and- <laughs> about 45 seconds in after they start laughing tell us to knock it off yeah um but that couldn't couldn't let an album go a 2005 album go without that one yeah you know and i think what i like about that song is the contrast between you know the the snoop dogg version and then the piano rock driven ben folds version of it Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it couldn't be funnier. I mean, we start playing the piano and our Mm -hmm. band director thinks we're about to do something like nice and fun as we all stand around the piano getting ready to sing. We all split to a three-part harmony to sing that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, that's a... I like your list. It's very... It's a great... uh, That was a great closer on an album as well, so... Yeah, it was. I think uh, we've only... So... I guess comparing my list to yours, I, and I'll get to you my have, last. We one need too, your but. okay. I was like, don't don't try to close without giving me your tenth <laughs> song, right? All right, so I'll do I'll do that first. My tenth song is "Grills" by Nelly. And I. I can still taste the cinnamon from the big red foil gum wrappers that we used to have in our teeth when we danced around to this in college. Like this song is just pure nostalgia for me. We're a bunch of 18, 19 year olds being goofy, acting like we got grills in our mouths and uh, Mm -hmm. just, uh, you know, wishing, uh, wishing we had that. That is, that's an amazing closer as well. I didn't even, that one didn't even come up on my list, but that that's a good one. So yeah. That is, that is, that, that makes me giggle. Yeah, um, that's definitely a, a, a college freshman phase for me. Yeah, I'm yeah, that's that a I, college. I still like Nelly, but yeah. Yeah, that's a college, that hit a college nostalgia button for me. That's for sure. That's funny. Did you have any like honorable mentions or like anything that, um, that didn't make your list that you were really excited about in 2005? Because I've got yeah, a whole long yeah. list of stuff. I'm sure I had a long list. I on purpose like ended up like deleting the extra ones because I'm like, if I keep looking at this, I'm going to keep shifting them around. Mm -hmm. So from what I remember, the Kelly Clarkson one was on there. The Motion City soundtrack, uh, Cartel, Jack's Mannequin. I remember it like those ones I kept coming back to. Couldn't get it to the fray. That one song from the fray that was very Mm -hmm. popular at the time. I kept. I let that one hang around for a while and I was like, it is, but it just like, it didn't make the cut. So yeah, there, when I started doing that, especially pulling out those old CDs, like there were just so many where I was like, Oh, that song was a big deal. And it's like such a like frame of that time, but yeah, it's not easy to cut it down to 10 songs. It's really not. Yeah. And I, I think that's what I like about doing this too. It, uh, and I kind of, I feel like I talk about this on every, every episode, but like it really forces you to, like really make some tough decisions and see what you really want to hold on to and yeah what means the most to you yeah yeah so i think i think the hard one for me was cutting out jack's mannequin that album like completely i don't know how like ultimately it just didn't make the cut for some reason because i went pure like nostalgia with each one i had a memory like centered on it and so that one i couldn't pick just one real thing plus that one's still in rotation around here um, cause the kids like it now. So it just didn't make it. Yeah. And see with that album, I didn't get into it until it was at least like two or three years after it came out that I first heard it. I mean, I love that album. It's one of my favorites, but yeah, so I don't have that, I guess, 2005 connection to it. Um, but yeah, it's, that would have been a hard one for me to keep off to. Yeah. Cause that one has a lot of heavy, heavy memories freshman year of college Mm -hmm. with that guy with that one so 
So let me, I want to hear your honorable mentions because just thinking about you having to dig into nostalgia, I was like, I'm not quite sure how he's going to make it down to 10 songs. Right. So I've, I've got a list of songs and albums. So um, I had, and I'll just kind of do rapid fire a little bit. Um, I had uh, Lose, Lose Control by Missy Elliott. Uh, Remember the Name of a Fort Minor, Mike Shinoda. You mentioned Cartel. You mentioned The Fray. Uh, Panic at the Disco, A Fever You Can't Sweat Out, came out in 2005. Oh, shut up. Oh, I'm yes. glad I didn't. See, glad I, didn't. And I thought that album came out earlier because I've got this distinct memory of listening to this album in the band room. But look, everything I've found says that it came out later, like in the summer of 2005. So like, it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't know what happened there. Well, did they like, did they release the single? Did we, is this an, maybe. a planted memory? Like maybe the single know. came out because you know how sometimes yeah. those singles will hang before the album drops so i wonder if that's yeah, what happened that could be it um so i had those i had um mr a to z jason raz that album was really good oh i did revisit that one a couple times um pretty much anything that was released uh from the south hip-hop wise so like mike jones paul wall david banner yin yang twins ti a lot of yin yang twins and and uh mike jones i had ti <laughs> on my on my list um and then mike jones came up and then i i like for half a day i just kept going mike jones yep <laughs> i was just like you have daniel you're a 36 year old white lady you have to stop this like it's not at all funny well he came to western that that semester too and so like a, you know a couple of us guys on the floor went and saw it and so that was definitely a part of that soundtrack of my life um what else do i have the starting lines based on a true story came out uh, what to do when you're dead? Armor for sleep. Reed, how did I not have the starting line <laughs> on mine? I know. I'm surprised it wasn't on there. Oh, I'm now ashamed. I'm sorry, starting line. I promise. I was irrationally a fan. <laughs> I'm still there with you guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, 2005 introduced me to, I guess, the world to T Pain. Um, Amberlynn's never take friendship personal. I they were on that tour with Emery that I saw in Chicago in 06. Mm -hmm. The Everglow by May, Ben Fold, Song for Silverman. Uh, mm -hmm. let's see what else. Plain White Tees, all that we needed. Yep, I had that listed on there at some point. Yep. Um episode three, Revenge of the Sith, that came out in 2005. So we got Duel of the Fates for those uh, Star Wars, Star Wars nerds out there. I am one of them, so no. that's not a. That's um, not a <laughs> I did look up what Star Wars crap came out around then, and yeah. I shouldn't say crap because I'm a Star Wars fan. I just like to to get it at you, and then I was trying to look. I literally was looking. I'm like, hey, where were we in the Spider Mans at this point? Like, so that I know, like, where to place these memories and which songs to look for. Right. <laughs> like, where yeah. the Spider Man franchise were we? Speaking of, I went to see that last movie, and somebody should have told me ahead of time it was going to be a cliffhanger because we all know how I feel about that. So. What the Spider Verse movie? Yes, I haven't seen it yet, so please don't spoil it. Okay, let me tell you all about it. I've been no. waiting to spoil a Spider Man movie for you my whole <laughs> life. <laughs> I saw a Spider Man movie before you. Yeah, you know it's. I oh. and I know you know this because you're a mom, but I just don't really enjoy taking kids to the movie theater. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't go with children either. I went okay. with a couple of friends who were going. <laughs> See, that's what I should have did. Should just went like by myself. Yeah, like, Reed, even I went to the movie theater with other adults and saw that movie. I feel 
weirdly honored. <laughs> yeah, you, you saw the movie before I did. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just gonna hold on to this one win for a long time, yep. just so we're clear. Yep, you do that. <laughs> Take it to your grave. <laughs> I'm going to. On the back, it's gonna be like, "Ha ha, Reed, who saw it first? And then a picture right. of the movie cover. Yeah. Yep. Because I'm petty, so I'll do it. <laughs> I know you will. <laughs> I think the only other ones I've got um, Phantoms by Acceptance that came out and we got the first or I don't know if it's the first. We got Hello Good Friend from the Rocket Summer. Uh, we got a Foo Fighters album. We the Foo Fighters album was on my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. But I also couldn't narrow it down to a song. And then the song I really liked wasn't released till later on. So I was like, well, that's yeah. cheating. Mm-hmm. So I let it go. So well, yeah, there's a photograph by ones. Nickelback that year. So for those Nickelback fans out there. I don't know. <laughs> All of them. Stick to your guns, guys. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to stick to it for you, but you do it. Right, yeah. I'm, pr- I'm <laughs> proud of you for it, though. Mm-hmm. It says the Forever Hanson fan. So who am I judging? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Reed, they re-released Umbop for you this year, and I sent it to you immediately. I know you did. <laughs> but I hope Good it was them, stuck though, in your head all day. Going. I did right? listen to it a couple of times just because I wanted to hear like how they sounded, you know, as not preteens, but. <laughs> Excellent. That's funny. Oh, that's funny. So what did we learn today that I picked a great album and I saw a Spider-Man movie before you, which is pretty interesting because I think one or two of them came out while we were in high school and we even had our parents call us in sick so we could go see them. Like we skipped school to see them the day they released because mm-hmm. it was yeah, such a big those, deal those first two came out the yeah. first two uh toby mcguire ones came yes out while we were in high school what a great reason not to go to school that day <laughs> um Spinning yeah so we toby. did that <laughs> yeah it was wonderful and now fast forward more than a year or two and um i have officially seen a spider-verse movie before you did yeah yeah and that makes me feel very superior in this moment so yeah. I'm just going to ride this high. Cool. Well, this thank you for fun. doing this. This is funny. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I loved it. This was funny and fun. Mm-hmm. And what a f- hilarious trip down memory lane, pulling out that old CD binder from my car. Yeah. Do you remember mm-hmm. how bad your CDs were in your car? You had like two giant books and two things on your on the visor. visor <laughs> and then you would turn a corner and like your CDs would just shoot at whoever was sitting in your passenger seat. Yeah. I have vivid memories of being like, pelted with cds by mm. accidentally sitting in the front seat of your car it was yep. a dangerous place to be folks i know but it was a fun entertaining place to be because you had all the latest tunes it was so hard to switch cds because you would be like handing cds and be like switch this one number seven <laughs> switch this one number four. Oh, <laughs> if for no other reason i am happy that mp3 players came out it was so i didn't have to do that for you anymore it was so yeah. rough <laughs> Talk about distracted driving. Texting and driving yeah, is safer no than driving with reading CDs. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes you just got to be a DJ while you're driving. Evidently. Been Evidently. there, done that. Pass. <laughs> Pass. Yeah. Hard fast.